Welcome to episode 7 of Moose's Mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Dreisak, with a great show this week. So last week we talked about the NBA draft and the U.S. opening golf that happened. But this week we have a very important topic. Last week was the 45th anniversary of Title IX. So 45 years later now, we're going to review what effects Title IX has had. And in order to do so, we're going to interview women college athletes on their personal opinions and experiences with it. So let's do it. So to talk more about Title IX, we're going to talk with a USA Olympic rugby player, and she was a part of the National Sevens 2017 champions, Rochelle Stevens. So Rochelle, can you give a short little description about Title IX for those who might be a little unsure about it? Um, Title IX is the equality of men and women in sports, in college, uh, Right, yeah, and... Uh, Title IX uh, does harp on sports and is through the whole educational system and, you know, requires men to be provided equal opportunities and women equal opportunities in sports. Uh, it does not require identical sports, but equal opportunity to play. So, uh, Rochelle, do you feel you've been given a good and equal opportunity at your school? Um, I actually do think I have had um, equal opportunity at my school. Um, like, for instance, uh, men and women both practice at the same field, and um, we both have a full-time athletic trainer. Um, we also have locker rooms that are equally both, like, nice. Um, the women have a pretty good budget. I don't know what the men's is, so that could be an area where it's a little different, or who knows. But... Um, there's about the same amount of players, you know, and, uh, I'd say, like, I'd say we are treated, like, pretty much the same amount of games and about the same, and, um, trips, so. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear for sure. Um, it's really nice to hear that everyone at your school is being taken care of, and, uh, that was the next question we kind of have for you is if you've had any injuries over your collegiate career, and if you did... Did you feel like you got the full treatment you needed for that? Um, yes and no, but also it has to do with timing. Right. Um, uh, in all the season, like, uh, I told my MCL, got the proper treatment I needed, um, but, uh, so, like, the athletic trainer helped me with rehab, and, um, you know, went to the doctor, um, but... At the end of the season, I sprained my AC joint, Oof. and um, well, now I'm home, so it's like I have to do everything on my own. Right, so, because now that now that now that the semester's over, you have to go back home, and it's kind of hard. I mean, when you go to school like you do out of the state, it's very difficult. Well, thank you for sharing your opinion, though, on that. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Rochelle. Awesome. Well, thanks to Rochelle for giving us her opinion and showing us that she feels she's been given a great opportunity and uh, what changes she feels could be made about injuries during the offseason. Now back to this breaking news. All right, our next guest is going to be McKenna Gruy. McKenna started all 19 games in 2015 for her field hockey team and was named Big Ten Freshman of the Week on September 15th of that year. She was on her way to another stellar season before an injury sidelined her, but we're so excited to have her on. So, hey, McKenna, how are you doing? Good. How about you? Oh, we're doing we're doing good. So, uh, 
Being a stellar athlete at a Power Five conference like the Big Ten, do you feel uh, your college has given you a good and equal opportunity? Yeah, I do think so. I mean, Iowa has been great for um, supporting us and um, wanting us to do really well in the Big Ten and everywhere. That's awesome to hear. That's good to hear. Uh, now, you've also had the tough experience, you know, of coming back from an injury. And uh, have you felt like you received everything you needed treatment-wise? Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, my trainer has been great. Right when I was first in pain, he got me MRI and then everything from then. I've been, I've gotten, like, full support, um, gotten the most help possible. So it's been really great. That's great to hear. We're glad everything's going well. We wish you great luck coming up this season in the fall. We'll definitely be paying attention for you and rooting for you, McKenna. Thank you. Thanks. Bingo! Our next guest is Christina Huff, who competed in equestrian and was a flat rider on the hunt seat part of the equestrian team. So, uh, Christina, what is your personal opinion and uh, experience with Title IX? Uh, my personal experience with Title IX is the sort of equestrian definitely would not exist without Title IX. I think it came into being around the early 2000s, and it's one of the smaller women's um, women's sports in college. Um, and without the equality that Tal Dyke gave, it definitely wouldn't have been around. Definitely. And uh, so, being a smaller part of it, uh, what would you change about Title IX? I wouldn't change anything about Title IX. I think the people who argue Title IX is outdated are incredibly out of touch. Um, Title IX does more than just provide equality for women in sports. It provides equality in their education and prevents them from um, having to deal with anything that negatively affects their education, such as uh, sexual harassment, sexual, uh, sexually hostile environment. Definitely. Um, people, people like to focus on the sports aspect because in that way, that's what's come the farthest, the fastest. Um, with growth and women participating in college sports and in high school sports. But um, that doesn't mean we're done. No, I definitely agree with you there. Thank you for coming on, Christina. Uh, Thank you for having me. All right, our next guest is Emily Carmen. She led her high school team in goals and assists in 2014 and last year appeared in 15 matches with uh, four assists. So we're going to welcome in Emily. And uh, could you give us a rundown on what you know about Title IX? Hi, Alex. Yeah, I know a lot about Title IX, actually. In high school, I was the president of the Girls Athletic Association, so every year we would attend a Title IX conference on the anniversary of Title IX. And it was really cool. We would have a lot of guest speakers, um, mostly professional athletes who uh, had been personally affected by Title IX. And it was always really cool, and it's really cool to experience all girl athletes from several different schools coming together, you know, to appreciate the opportunities that we have that Title IX has given us to compete in, you know, um, sports in school. Um, And it's really cool because, you know, that's an unforgettable unforgettable experience to play a sport for for your school and to just compete as a girl um you know along with the guys teams right it was a great experience perfect now uh now that you are a collegiate athlete and uh, you moved on to that level do you feel you've been given that good and equal opportunity at your school yeah at lmu i have never felt that the boys have had more opportunities than i have and Title IX is just a great thing because, you know, I we really do have equal opportunities.
opportunities. And I think that Channel 9 has been great at giving girls equal opportunities in not even just sports, in everything that we do. Um, classes and clubs and all that. Um, so yeah, I feel like Channel 9 has given me equal opportunities and along with my teammates, we, we just, uh, we've been able to compete with boys and alongside them in everything that we do. Well, that's awesome to hear. Now, uh, the other question was about uh, injuries. You know, that's a part of Title IX that comes up. Uh, have you had any injuries at the collegiate level and, you know, do you feel you've uh, received the treatment necessary to help with that? Yes. My entire freshman year, I was out for my very first season with a concussion after being kicked in the head during a game. And my training room at LMU and the trainers there were just so great at helping me to get, you know, get back on the field. Um, and I think since I have a girl trainer, and there are uh, multiple girl trainers now at LMU, um, almost equal to the boys, um, I have received great treatment there in anything, not even just the concussion, but when I have ankle problems or when my teammates tear their ACLs, we really feel like um, we can go see our trainers and, you know, get the help that we need. And boy trainers and girl trainers alike, you know, will give us the equal help that we need to the boys. Um, you know, they prioritize us sometimes, I would say. And, um, yeah, um, the training room and has been just great. That's awesome to hear. That's good to hear that you're being taken care of and have a great opportunity. Thanks for joining in, Emily. We love hearing your opinion. Thanks, Alex. Wow. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank the awesome, wonderful women who came on this week to talk their opinion about Title IX. Now I'd like to talk a little bit about it. Title IX states that it's supposed to benefit everyone, girls and boys, women and men, the law requires educational institutions to maintain policies, practices, and programs that do not discriminate against anyone on the basis of gender. However, in order to increase women participation has led to some other issues. I read a great article written by Linda Flanagan and Susan H. Greenberg that talked about this. This article didn't deny that Title IX hasn't helped women. It definitely has increased the importance of women's sports and the scholarships have come in more and more for women in their sports, and it's made it very much more competitive. However, this competitiveness has inflicted significant collateral damage, including increased health risk to the players, a drop in the number of women coaches, and increased exposure to sexual abuse. Girls have now started to specialize early in their careers, working on just one sport year-round, Despite persistent warnings from orthopedic surgeons and trainers, young athletes bent on specialization continue to suffer from preventable overuse injuries. Things like stress fractures and stress reactions. And Flanagan and Greenberg's article goes on to state, quote, In sports played by both boys and girls, female athletes also suffer from concussions at significantly higher rates. Studies carried out at Ohio State University and a nationwide children's hospital suggests that girls who play basketball are three times more likely to report concussion symptoms. Female soccer players are sidelined 68% more often than males are for concussions. Just some interesting facts there. So the next side effect is the loss of women coaching, which you wouldn't expect. Title IX has actually increased opportunities for female players, and the number of female coaches has declined even as the total number of jobs has expanded dramatically from Title IX. 
When women's sports programs started gaining prestige and funding in the 70s, they began to attract more male coaches. Prior to, prior to Title IX being passed, women comprised more than 90% of the head coaching of women college teams. And then in 2010, the proportion of women coaching was at the second lowest in history at 42.6%. For female players, the worst consequence now is having these male coaches. It increases the risk of sexual abuse. Since 1999, 36 coaches from the U.S. National Swim Team, including the former director, have resigned or have been banned from the sport following allegations of sexual misconduct or inappropriate sexual behavior. An example of this, USA Gymnastics coach Don Peters of the 1984 USA uh, Olympic women's team was permanently ineligible for membership after two of his former gymnasts reported having sexual intercourse with them when they were 17 and 18 years old. The most recent issue that's been involving Title IX concerns its application to transgender students. Now, in 2013, the U.S. Department of Education began to weigh in on this issue, and in 2014, the department issued guidelines asserting that transgender students are protected from gender discrimination under Title IX. Now, in 2017, the Trump administration issued a new set of guidelines that effectively withdrew Obama-era protections that allowed transgender students to use the bathrooms and lockers that corresponded with their gender identity. There was a fear that a man who identified as a woman would go into a woman's locker room and sexual misconduct is more likely to happen. As you can see, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this topic right now. I'm not going to say that one side of the argument is right or wrong. All I'm saying is it's obvious that something needs to be done and a decision needs to be made so this confusion can be cleared. Transgender students need to know what protections they have and competing athletes need to know where they stand as well. There have been talks about if a man identifies as a woman, does that mean he can play women's softball at the collegiate level? And then his ability to play, how would this affect the opportunity of other women who rely on Title IX for that equal opportunity to play collegiate softball. I'm not in a position to make the decision on this, but we need to make sure Title IX does what it was made to do, to give every man, woman, transgender, and any other person who aspires to participate in the education system the opportunity to participate. I'd like to thank all the awesome women again who had come on here and voiced their opinions so that we can learn firsthand what is going on in the lives of those affected by Title IX. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank those of you listening this week to this awesome talk that we had with everybody. Make sure to go to alexanderstryzak.wixsite.com slash Mulligans. We're also on facebook.com slash Mulligans, And you can find us on now iTunes and Google Play. Awesome. No way. Make sure to tune in next Sunday for another great episode. I'm your host, Alex Dreza. And remember, fairways and greens. No mulligans. We'll see you next week.